This is a somewhat competent. It's a podcast. Uh, we never record. Uh, you're probably not listening, so it's not a big deal. But I'm Matt, and that's Canada. It's really his show. But I decided to take over right now because I'm nervous. Welcome to Somewhat Confident, the podcast. Dear listener, you have tuned in to Somewhat Confident with your hosts, Canada and Matt. Canada. Mm-hmm. I late, recently got into Twitter, so somehow I've time traveled ahead of the normal news most of the time. I need you to keep me up to date with what the layman experiences news-wise. Okay, so you want this week's news show? Yeah. All right. Absolutely, sir. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. So have you have you in your Twitter experience heard a bunch of people talking about the internet apocalypse? No. Okay, well, that's outside of my Twitter sphere. Apparently, it was a big thing, and people were like citing, you know, imaginary NASA uh, press releases and shit like that. And then the okay. Washington Post wrote an article: "Is the Internet Apocalypse Nigh? Breaking down the solar storm science." Oh wait a minute! So we're talking like solar flare shutting down electronics? Yeah. Okay. That's a thing that just can an, happen. Why is it just an internet apocalypse, though, and not like a general technological apocalypse? Okay, so uh, rewind to analog times, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have if we have a magnet, like a magnetic storm, strong enough to turn the power lines into even higher voltage lines than they should be, it fries a lot of stuff, including yeah, the yeah. power uh-huh. lines. But then once we yeah. put the power lines back up, we have electricity and half the shit still works, so we're not totally crippled. Skip, okay. Skip forward to today, where um, everything's delicate integrated circuits. That electrical storm happens, and they the, the internet lines, which are all thinner, are all fried. The computers yeah, okay. themselves are fried. You yeah, know, whole it, server farms go down, sure. Yeah, just everything yeah. gets fried. And there's not a lot of contingencies put in place around this. Um, there have been, uh, some things done, like putting special breakers into power lines in some places, but it's really just been done as like a, uh, uh, just kind of like, like a stop a, gap, not even a stop gap, just to like, Hey, how expensive and difficult is it to put in one of these safeguards? So okay. it's not like the, uh, electrical grid has been hardened against it. It's just they know how to harden it, kind of, maybe uh-huh. for a certain category or lower of electrical storm. And I feel like we kind of breeze past this, but just in case anyone is listening, like, yo, uh, solar flares theoretically can have the effect of a worldwide EMP event, more or less. Yeah. I mean, that might not be the right way to phrase it, but, you know. It, yeah, you it's, like, it's like an electromagnetic pulse Except it's actually like standing, right? Like a pulse is just bloop, you know. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Like it's a static pressure of electrical energy being pushed through the atmosphere to the Earth. Um, yeah. Okay. And that that's incredibly destructive towards everything that we've built in the last like forty years. <laughs> yeah. 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 
I mean, how much of our society, cause like I could sit there and be like, Oh no, I can't watch YouTube. But like, no, like, uh, so much of the structure of society is, is contingent upon internet based mechanism. Emergency services and the, like, um, the computers and cop cars and ambulances and shit like that, all these things that coordinate the logistics of that, um, yeah. they all run off the internet. Yeah. Um, and even yeah. if they didn't, even if they had a private network or they were using, like, anything with a radio receiver in it is toast, you know? Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, radio. So even radio, I didn't actually know that uh, that radio, anything radio receptive would get fried in a solar flare. Of the right magnitude, anyway. Yeah, because, um, you know, like, it's an antenna, like, radio signals are electrical signals at specific frequencies and or amplitudes traveling through the air. And then they yeah. hit the antenna wire, and then a circuit inside raises the signal on just that chunk of frequency, you know, yeah. amplifies it up to the point that you can run it into something that, that decodes it or plays it as audio. Yeah, yeah. So it's already whatever it goes into if it's powered on, it's already it's going to take that super large signal with an antenna designed to capture that frequency of energy, slam it into something that's going to raise the amp or the amplitude of it and definitely fry whatever it's plugged into. Weird. Man. It is pretty catastrophic. The funny part of this article is the guy that they interviewed who works on some uh, where the hell did my mouse go? There it is. Uh, he works on some commission to keep track of this sort of thing and create plans for it. And um, <clears throat> he's like, uh, it says he doesn't worry about solar storms too much. Quote, in some ways, I'd rather be growing my own potatoes in the countryside, not using a mobile phone. Yeah, I was going to say there's pros and cons, right? Like <laughs> the pros. Here are the pros fucking drool spittle hateful idiots like on twitter can't do their hateful shit in a public forum anymore yeah. right yeah you know? the the high the late stage capitalism cannot thrive without the internet yeah yeah, yeah. we'd have to go back to good old fashioned analog capitalism yeah yeah oh man um i mean and listen i know that by I, Tyler Durden is not meant to be idolized in any way. And, and in fact, is an unreliable narrator and a portrait of, uh, you know, misplaced masculinity at its best. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, Hey, if all the banks servers got fried and like we lost track of the financial situation. Sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're incarcerated though, when this happens and oh, they lose no. all the records of who to let out, you think they're just going to let everybody out? No. Yeah. But it might be the perfect time to make a runaway. It might. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So this is what, that's why it would be the internet apocalypse. And you've answered my question. My Consider my uh, curiosity sated. Satiated? Satiated. Sated. All right. All right. So we talked, I think, in... Uh in a previous episode about AI quite a bit. And I've learned yeah. quite a bit about it since then. Okay. Um, uh, and apparently so did some nefarious assholes because they turned a early chat GPT, they call it chat G or GPT 
J, uh, which was made by a Luther AI, a nonprofit group that has developed open source AI programs, quote unquote. The, okay. The clone is called Worm GPT, and it is a a generative language model that is set up specifically to do illegal shit. Oh God! Okay. It, it'll make malware. It'll make phishing emails. It'll do. You know, God knows what the fuck else you ask it to do. Probably parse data in a way to find victims and stuff like that. Like, it has no, it'll, no guardrails. It'll generate um, highly effective propaganda at un- unprecedented rates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Wonderful. it's expensive to use. The article I read didn't tell me, A, a where, where to find it or B, how much to pay for it. Because, you know... I would have checked oh. it out. I would have taken one yeah. from the team and found out. But, um... Oh, wait, wait, wait. The uh, the equivalent is sixty seven forty four a month. Okay, so it's not cheap, but it's not entirely out of the realm of affordability either. No, I mean, if you're a career asshole, this is something you can afford. Oh, yeah, you're into it. Especially if, if your career assholeism generates you income. Yeah. But listen, I'm not, you know, of course I'm not happy about this. Um, but like, bro, it was gonna, it was gonna happen. You know, it was definitely going to happen. Um, you know, it, every single, there is not a single technology that has ever evolved that inherently in and of itself is good or bad. They all can be leveraged one way or the other, you know? So man, it was a matter of time. Yep. And, and we're we're in this in-between space. Like, I predict that eventually in the not-so-distant future that it will mostly, a lot, of, a lot of shit will be handled by AIs talking with each other and competing with each other. Ooh, yeah, which is very confusing. I don't understand how that even makes sense, but yeah. It does. Please continue, though. <laughs> so so uh, there are a variety of companies that are incorporating... Um, what we're calling AI these days, um, yeah. generative language models, where, where they are incorporating that into their products so that your writing is better or your programming is better. And yeah. then yeah, yeah. you shoot off your emails and before you know, you tell your, your software what you want it to say, basically, and it makes you a professional email and embeds all the data. Yeah, yeah. And then you send it off to somebody else who responds by giving the, the AI the gist of what they want to say and any like critique kind like kinds of critiques they wanted to have. Uh-huh. And, and so basically at this point, uh, people like power users of this technology, the AIs are basically being pointed at each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Intentionality, okay. but eventually they'll find ways to streamline that where it'll just be AIs talking over email to work shit out and that's how people will make decisions and then those people <laughs> will also be replaced with AIs <laughs> and then it'll be what company has the best management and communication AIs to do their thing oh my god dude um and what's funny is like you were like you know there's AI that makes your code better I worked primarily in Microsoft's uh, coding platform called Visual Studio Mm-hmm. And within the last year, when you do an update, uh, some form of artificial intelligence got inserted into the program. What's interesting 
is sometimes I'll be doing a complex series of, okay, so let's just say, just give an example. I'll declare three variables, X, Y, and Z. They're all of the same type and they all represent similar types of pieces of data, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's, it's three different schedules. I'm just kind of running with the seat of my pants here. And for X, I want to do this to the schedule. And separately, I want to do the same thing to Y. And separately, I want to do the same thing to, to Z. By the time I write the code to do X, and I start similar looking code to do something for Y, sometimes it knows exactly what I want. And we'll be like, you want it to do this, right? And I'll be like, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And it'll, sometimes it'll even pick up on the slight difference. Well, that because it's a different variable, instead of setting one variable to true, he must want to do this one as false. And that's why it's different as opposed to, otherwise you would have just made a single function to do the same thing to three different variables. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it mm-hmm. starts, it's, and sometimes it's eerily correct, but I will say this. Most of the time, it only does a single line at the time. And it's relatively easy to predict. Every now and then it comes up with something complex that's correct. Then the rest of the time, I'm like, no, motherfucker. Why in the world would I do that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you came up with that AI, but a lot of your suggestions are kind of dumb, buddy. <laughs> you know, it, it has this habit of doing. So every variable encoding can be cast what's called two string which means it can be represented as a series of characters, like a sentence or a word, right? It will take a, a variable that's already a string and try and do an extra two string cast. And you're like, buddy, it's a string already. <laughs> it's not necessary. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna cast a string to a string, literally unchanged. Like we're gonna do an operation that's not gonna change anything. Why are you doing this? Um. So the, not to go too, too, too far off the coding end. Also something that happened today is my company signed up for a new phone service for the company. Um, I'll just say the name, who gives a fuck? It's a dial pad, which is owned by T-Mobile. And when I signed up for dial pad today, it said use AI to generate uh, sales pitches. And I don't know what they're talking about, but like already like this new phone company is trying to sell us on AI to improve our efficiency at work. Yeah, Microsoft is yeah. pushing it with I think it's called Copilot. So it's an okay. extra. It's a the the subscription version of Office is thirty bucks a month per user, and then they or thirty six bucks per month per user, and then Copilot add on, which is becoming increasingly more necessary to use the software, is another thirty dollars. So you're looking at sixty six dollars a month to have access to the AI that they're trying to make you dependent on and the software that you already are locked into. Wow. That's about as much as this fucking unethical open source AI (laughs) thing. It's hard to make a choice. (laughs) One of them might actually make you a shit ton of money. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I won't say which. I, uh, I spent when... I know we did an episode that was pretty much all about AI, but I spent a long time learning about it because it was everywhere and people kept asking me what the fuck it was. Right. And, um, it's garbage. Like, I tested it out once. Like, my programming skills are nowhere near yours. Like, I can I can hardly fucking uh, figure out what a basic program is doing. Okay, um, okay. But I do know enough about 
the tools involved for writing software that I went to OpenAI uh, ChatGPT once and I was like, I want to make a program that interfaces with your API that I can run on my terminal. And it gave me step-by-step instructions. And yeah, so okay. I'm following these steps and I need this package. And I'm like, you know, I'm searching for the package. I'm searching. And eventually it occurs to me, this shit doesn't exist. So uh, I was like, it, it created a fictitious package that it wanted you to use. That would absolutely, that would fill in a bunch of functions in the software. And, yeah. um, so all the blanks that it didn't have knowledge for, it fantasized about a package that would cover those areas. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's basically where that was like, that was a few months ago, but that's still very cutting edge. Um, yeah, no, it's impressive that it can even do that, you know, for sure. Um, back when GPT was first becoming famous, I don't remember what I asked it to do. I asked it to write a very simple program, and I was like, no, that's not that's not going to work, buddy. Like, I know enough to know that's not going to work. Yeah, I, I wish I could tell you the details. I can't remember, though. Yeah, I did it, I did it in Python, because Python is the most idiot simple language you can use. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I could probably figure out what it's saying. And I was looking through it, and the package didn't exist, and there were several... I don't know what the technical term, like functions to call is the best I can describe it as. Yeah. Um, that, that, that were nonsense. That weren't <laughs> in Python, and I, which is amazing because Python has like a gazillion features. So yeah. how could it not fucking do that? But they can't it do it because they can't do it because it's, it's fucking predictive word shit. Yeah, it's not actual reasoning and logic. Yeah. No. It's a it's a language model, right? So like, uh, it's still what? it's it's important. Uh, the reason I'm ranting about it is because um, people in general don't understand the difference between a predictive language model and an actual kind of thinking reasoning thing, like you pointed out, like and, a learning like a learning algorithm or something. Yeah, and yeah, and it's still being incorporated into like counseling and customer support and like management of people's lives you know and their livelihoods and it, it, like the majority of it like it's just the latest buzzword which everybody kind of already knew but <clears throat> fucking idiot CEOs are looking at it and they're like oh this could save us yeah, some yeah, money yeah. <laughs> people who don't understand what it is are like yeah which again I you know what we're a new show so why not bring it up this brings me to the writer's strike, okay? All right. The, the Writers Guild of America strike, which I'm 100% behind, by the way. Yeah. Um, this idea is that, like, oh, AI is going to replace writers. And, like, sure, if you want your entertainment to be fucking horrible. Yeah, you know what I'm you saying? You can like, find that shit on YouTube already. Yeah, you can find like AI generated scripts being let, read to you by AI powered fucking uh, <laughs> voices, you know, automated yeah. voices with AI generated fucking visual shit behind it, and it all looks like trash. Even the coolest idea I saw, which is they had the AI write a song and they had another AI make the the beat for it, and then they had another set of AIs play the instruments and well, I mean, MIDI played the instruments, whatever, but then yeah. they had um. A vocalization AI do that, and um, in a in a in a music video that was generated by an AI that's specifically supposed to make visuals 
for audio, and it yeah. was trash. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, one... Okay, so two thoughts about this still. One place where I do feel bad for people because it's already starting to get pretty fucking good is voice model AI. Voice actors may eventually be out of work and not that far from now. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever watched the the president's videos where like Trump, Biden, and Barack Obama like argue about which video games are good? Yeah, I love those. I do too. They're <laughs> fucking hilarious, and I, and I love this fantasy world where these where these motherfuckers like all get along and are buddies. For some reason, that's heartwarming. <laughs> you know, um, but. So I'm a little worried about that because some of those videos, some of those videos, the quality of those voiceovers are really, really bad. Some of them, somebody knows what they're doing when they're making those and they're, they sound kind of fucking good. Yeah. Um, um, and I can, I can only imagine what that's going to be like in 10 years. Um, so, but secondly, I heard other people talking from another podcast. It's called the get played podcast. Uh, it's about video games, but they were talking about the writer strike too. Cause some of them work as writers in Hollywood. And they were like, they can see a future because at the end of the day, these CEOs, producers, and these 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 studios, they just want to be fucking content crap cannons. They just want to fucking pump out the content and keep people fucking glued to their devices, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that eventually it may be that studios like this will have cheaper subscription tiers that are all AI-generated content. And if you want bespoke, authentic, human-created content, you're going to have to pay a premium price. That's horrifying. It is. It's fucking horrifying. It's and, awful. And it's very realistic. You know? Yeah. It, it, that's why I brought it up because I was like, that's terrifying because I can, I can see it. It's so almost obvious that eventually something of that nature will be at, at, at play. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Did you see the the Seinfeld show that was running on uh, Twitter? No, no, not Twitter. Twitch. There was a Uh there was a it was blocky animations, and it was an AI that was generating a uh, Seinfeld script, and and most of it was nonsense. But it had thousands of people watching it for those few times that it made an interesting comment or a good joke. Now here's the deal. That was a novelty, though. I'm sure if you had a bunch of streams like that, people would not have been nearly as interested in any of them. Now, there's a place for in terms of, like you said, novel. The word there is is novel. There is a place for novel experimentation with these things. Like, if you trained an AI to make nonsense, devilish, hellish Seinfeld episodes that never ended... I could fucking maybe watch that for a while. You know what I'm saying? And just get off on the absurdity of it. Mm-hmm. Like for pure absurdity, AI is great. Like uh, there's a there's a YouTube creator I like called Curtis Connor. And um, he's just like a commentary YouTuber, comments about cultural shit. And he had AI write one of his episodes. And it was fucking hilarious because it was so random and ridiculous. But here's the deal. It still took his human interpretation to put the nice spin on it and make it work. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had to give reflections so, and character. Yeah. Yeah. And and make creative choices about what to cuz even if the AI goes cut to cuz he fed it not only his words but like the script around the images and stuff. So it it would even say cut to this random image. You still had to come up with the image 
and make it. Do you know what I'm saying? Or compose the image. So, I don't know. Yeah. There's still, he I mean, I guess he could have made an AI. Yeah, I yeah. guess he could. Yeah, he could still, he could have made an AI make the images, but he didn't. He put his human touch on it. And I still hold that it was the human touch that brought it to the level of like, you know? Mm-hmm. But I like a good. The, what do you think of the phrase right. prompt engineer? <laughs> I bet you somebody's got that shit on their LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they do. I bet you they do. Oh my god! And here's the deal: Could AI facilitate human creativity? Yeah, great, awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's these dickheads like you're talking about that want to replace human creativity with it, and you're like, no, you fucker, you don't understand. Shut up. Yeah, I think I think I sent you the meme where you saw. I, I posted on Facebook where I sent it to people, and it's like I don't like we live in a world <clears throat> where humans are doing manual labor and robots are making art and poetry, and that's not <laughs> what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like, God, clearly we live in hell world, you know? <laughs> like clearly we live in hell world. Yeah, this oh, is the bad God. timeline. This is the one where everybody's like, at least it's not this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I think we beat we beat AI to death, I think. <laughs> if only. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh somebody in the AI is gonna find this and you know the super intelligent and be like, oh, he wants to beat me to death, and I'm gonna be summarily executed by a robot coming in through my window. <laughs> but don't worry, it's gonna try and use a broom to shoot you because like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to get in through your window, but, like, it's not, yeah. Yeah, I was looking for the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. You'll be able to get away. You can outsmart it. You got to just wear those fake zebra costumes <laughs> that we talked. You know, we talked about those. Yeah, yeah. The ones where you, That's, like, and even the face paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, my friend, is called a callback. Mm-hmm. Normally, we only go one episode deep on that, but damn. <laughs> Okay, so U.S. soldier believed to be in North Korea, uh, North Korean custody after unauthorized border crossing, officials say. This one's okay. been all over the fucking news. See, wow. See, what's funny is I guess even though I think because I've fallen into Twitter that somehow I'm head of the news, uh, my Twitter sphere is just like all hatred and like sexy gay people. Sounds like Twitter. <laughs> we'll get into some of the hatred later okay okay um, you know i can't live without some hatred okay so so no this is actually this is crazy please tell me about it th- this is it's pretty nuts um uh private second class travis king very low rank that's the second above the bottom okay um, gotcha and uh he um he was uh, being escorted out of the country for disciplinary reasons is what the article says. It doesn't say specifically. And they they got him all the way, the people escorting him got him all the way to basically South Korean TSA. Right? So the the gate where security is done. And then he got so into real the quick, airport. Real quick, he was stationed in South Korea. Mm-hmm. And he broke the some US, rule. He broke some rule. And so you officials of a, a United States capacity of some sort was like, we're sending you home. Yeah. 
Okay, all right. Whatever he did, he was terrified of the consequences because he slipped out of the airport, got on a tour bus, took the tour bus to go get a tour of the DMZ, um, uh, like, you know, like where the fucking blue buildings are with the doors on either side so that people can yeah, yeah, in yeah. the middle yeah, of totally. the know, country. Yeah, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. That weird no man's land between North and South Korea. Yeah, which is usually yeah. a trench and a barbed wire fence and a bunch of mines, but here it's houses or office yeah. buildings. And um, well, he got he got halfway through the tour and he just fucking dipped out. He ran across <laughs> the border and that um, motherfucker said, "I'm going to North Korea." I'm going to North Korea. Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh my god. So, so he's fucked. Is this gonna, he's fucked. Is this, this going to be an international incident that's going to lead to like some sort of military action or what? Um, well, the military quickly washed their fucking hands of him. We're like, we don't know okay. why he did this. He's not a part of our anything. Fuck him. You know, like that was their official position. Like um, we were already trying to send him home. He was a fucking rapscallion to begin with. Mm, Fuck him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. And, uh, but the problem with this, that what's really escalating it is that a U.S. submarine, like a day or two ago, docked at a port in South Korea, and that was it. All like almost all of our submarines have nuclear missiles on them, so that's considered wow, okay. very aggressive. And then a U.S. soldier just snuck into the country. That's snuck into South Korea. Into North Korea. Oh. So that's Each. a that's a bad look, right? Oh, oh, oh! You're saying these two things in conjunction look nasty. Look nasty, even though they are not necessarily related. What's funny is that um, uh, South Korea and like the South Korea North Korea border, the North Koreans don't have anybody manning that post right now. Um, what? Okay. Yeah, because they have a zero COVID policy. So you can't you can't get COVID in your country if you don't let people in your country. A word, yeah. So there's no, but then why, why wouldn't you need someone manning the border then? Well, no one wants to go to North Korea <laughs> except for that guy. <laughs> except for this guy who, <laughs> yeah. who was really afraid of getting in trouble. He couldn't oh, have been wow. in that much trouble. It couldn't have been that bad if they were putting him on a commercial plane. Yeah, right. Like. He would have been like cuffed or something if it was super bad. Yeah, they would. I mean, they have military transports they can throw you in. I really wonder what the fuck he did that he was so jumpy about this. He might have stole something. Yeah. Stealing people, soldiers do it all the time where they steal fucking shit from the U.S. inventory, and technically that's up to twenty years in prison. So. Yeesh. So he was either like twenty years or North Korea. But it, he, I mean, I. Whatever he did, he, they weren't going to be hard on him, you know? Like, when yeah. I was in the military, we had a guy totally fuck up real hard. Like, really hard. He flipped a Humvee with two low-ranking soldiers in it because he, he was speeding down these back roads and just trying to have fun, like fucking some sort of shitty show, right? Yeah, like being a Yahoo dipshit. Like being a Yahoo dipshit. And he rolled a Humvee and got two people injured. And um, they took his rank... And they took his pay for years, like two years. He was getting like a third of his, his pay, which Oof. wasn't much because he was now the lowest ranking soldier that you can be. Yeah, and, wow. Um, you know, 
But they didn't throw him in, in Leavenworth. They didn't dishonorably discharge him. You know, they they had him locked up before the court-martial. And then he went to the court-martial, and they asked him what he did, and he told them what he did, and they asked him why he did it, and he said because he was trying to get some air, which was the stupidest thing he could have said. But the important thing about that was that he took responsibility for what he did, and that's what they wanted to see. If yeah. he walked in the room and, like, fuck you people, fuck this, fuck that, he would have been locked away. Okay. But instead they let him stay in the service. So this guy would this guy who went to North Korea was gonna stay in the service. <laughs> and he was already an E two, so they wasn't far down to go. Right, right, right. You said he was only the second rank up. Um, so I see this I see this image in my head five years from now. White nationalist or white expatriate takes over North Korean government is worth his worst dictator than Kim Jong Un. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden we have this like weird crazy problem on our hands. He's like this crazy, he's even worse and he's this crazy despotic leader of, of a horrible country. I you know? take it. I don't know. Just for a change up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I will nuke you. I'm going to actually. One one last <laughs> one last thing about this story is that this happened decades ago. Three guys uh, who didn't want to be uh, in the military anymore crossed the DMZ and went into North Korea as defectors. Um, two of them got brought back to the country like ten years ago. Um, oh wow! One of okay. the three has been abandoned there because he's been considered a collaborator with like you know. North Korea. <laughs> so like a lesser version of what I was just talking about. Yeah, but the yeah. so there was a I learned about this through a documentary on these three guys. And um somebody not a US documentary, but like uh like British or something, they were allowed into the country and allowed to talk to these guys. And two of the three looked absolutely fucking miserable. They were locked away in all of them, all three lived in these tiny apartments in separate buildings. In Pyongyang, I think is the capital. Okay. Um, and their lives were shit. They all had like wives that were given to them and kids, and they were all living in like a one bedroom shithole, each of them. <laughs> okay. And um, the the one guy, the collaborator, he was just happy as hell. You, you know, he had he had his wife that he could treat like shit. And he'd go out and feel special because he'd have handlers following him around. It didn't, like, click in his head that they were there to contain him. <laughs> you know? like Yeah. And then, like, there's a scene in the documentary that's just the saddest shit where they're fishing in a river and they get these tiny little, like, three-inch fish out and cook them and eat them. And he keeps being like, this is the true North Korean way, isn't it? And his handlers are just like, yep, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like whatever you want to believe you're fucking crazy buddy yeah you're fucking crazy and then they put him back in his fucking you know apartment and I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't leave that apartment like ever again you oh know? wow man because it was I mean it's hard I wish I knew the name of the documentary because I, I recommend it um, for sure but they brought- I'm sure if you google document documentary about American military defectors in North Korea or something you probably find it yeah I and um uh, that one of the guys they brought back was so fucked up, so malnourished and sick and all that, that the military snatched him up and said, no, we're going to court-martial him. 
And they did that because technically he wasn't a soldier anymore and he wasn't entitled to VA benefits. So they snatched him up and made him a prisoner so he would have to be provided medical attention. And after he was stable, they dropped the charges. Oh, okay. So that was actually, okay. That was, it was an empathetic maneuver, not like, uh, yeah, Mm. I took, okay, okay, okay. Exactly. That's the way the whole world took it. Is that first take, and only people who have like worked with government understand that that whole thing was planned out from day one. Like the to like they make sure him, he got the care he needed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, for some reason, it makes me think of Apocalypse Now, and I don't know why. Have you ever seen it? Uh, most of it. It's I haven't finished it. It's so slow. Okay, so you're like because you haven't finished it, you don't know why I'm making this comparison. Um. Did you get to the part where, okay, they, you know, they get sent into the Vietnam jungle to look for a missing sergeant, mm-hmm. or I don't know if, I don't know what his rank is, but a missing soldier, right? He's a commissioned officer. Okay. Yeah. And when they find him, he's like, no, I am not coming with you. I am like, I live amongst this tribe now. I, 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 I like, I will murder you and eat your blood if you try to make me leave. <laughs> like, like just totally happy and like delusional about his place in the world. You know, mm-hmm. Marlon Brando played him anyway. Like we can move on. Marlon Brando always sounds like he's uh, choking to death on a ham. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Sorry. I, the furthest I ever got in apocalypse now, <laughs> I'm spoilers for like a fucking 40 year old movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, which I already told about the end of. But yeah, please. <laughs> when he cuts off the reporter's head, like the guy's tied to a post, and then he yeah. wakes up and the guy throws the severed head of the reporter in his lap. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, intense. It's pretty intense. And I was like, you know what? This is the wrong movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 weirdly dark. I really I love a good horror movie. I like a good movie that traumatizes me. Um Apocalypse Now had a different kind of an energy. It was pretty grimy in ways, you know? You want another story and a theme with Apocalypse? What's that? Whatever, bad segue. Um, (laughs) So, El Nino, uh, which you might have noticed, is here. And El Nino can last anywhere from like nine months to four years. So we'll see how the fuck that goes. What were the signs and symptoms? Signs and symptoms. To let me know that it was here. Uh, It gets hot. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah, it gets hella hot. There's just way more energy in the system. And so Hmm. storms are bigger. Heat waves are harder. Winters are brutal. Like, I mean, it's all of the bad things. And it happens about every four years. And you can go straight from El Nino to La Nina. And La Nina is when it gets really cold. Lot, okay. lot less energy in the system. So those places that were just getting hammered with rain a few years ago now aren't getting any. Okay. And these okay. El Nino and La Nina have been getting uh, stronger um, in the last like twenty years, uh, okay. for obvious reasons, right? And uh, well, it's it's gotten bad this year in Arizona. It's been a hundred and ten degrees Fahrenheit or higher. For 19 days. Ugh. Jesus. That's hot enough. And if you're air, it's 90 degrees at night. Yeah. 90 yeah. degrees and over 110 during the day, which means that if your AC goes out, your house does not cool down. You are in heat stroke fucking area 
Yeah, all 100%. day, all night. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Once in my life, I traveled uh, homeless, homeless style from Texas all the way through the southern states to California in the middle of July. And Jesus we were Christ. in a, a big black moving truck, a big moving truck that had been painted jet black and was converted into a living space. Uh, so, yeah, just driving through the desert. It was 117 degrees inside of the, the truck and 110 out of the truck, you know. And um, this is a gringo talking. This is just a you know a little white boy. But, like, I only had to deal with it for maybe seven to ten days. It was fucking nightmarish. Like, when we made it to California and it was 70 degrees with a breeze, I was like, this is what heaven is. Heaven is, <laughs> heaven is almost dying in the desert and then feeling the breeze from the ocean hit you a couple days later. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, God. Um. <laughs> um, hey, if you live in one of these hot places, you probably already know this fucking uh, a cold bottle of ice water underneath the armpit makes a huge difference. It's life changing. All right. Because the blood vessels are so close to the surface, it cools the whole, your whole self yeah. down. Yeah, it was the only way I could get when I when I discovered it. And luckily, unfortunately, I discovered it on the last two nights or so that we were there stuck in this heat. I stuck a fucking bottle full of ice water in my armpit and one between my legs and I slept like a baby. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It kept me cool. Um, so that's a little tip uh, if you don't know that already. Do you know what a heat dome is? It's the other interesting mm -hmm. part of the story. Uh, uh -huh. A heat dome is where you have an area that's so hot that the pressure in the atmosphere there rises. And because it's a high pressure zone, it's pouring hot air out around it which means all around it in a circle is a wind heading away from it that keeps all the clouds away. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, there's a heat dome over the top of Phoenix right now. What the f That sounds like nefarious. Sounds like something's angry with Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. I think it's awful. civil rights. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, at least it's not humid. Like, okay, sure. You know what? If it were human, it if it were human, the death toll would be in the thousands. Right, true. That's yep. true. I was gonna say, well, I'm sweating enough to make up for the lack of humidity in the air, but okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I don't know. I went I'm to sorry, Phoenix, Phoenix once. I saw you in Phoenix once. I fucking hated Phoenix so bad. I hated it. It was it was hot. It was just so hot. It was the middle of fucking December. It was the end of December. And it was like <laughs> ninety something fucking degrees out. Like, listen, anything anything below Missouri can fuck itself <laughs> in most places. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, like, Los Angeles is tolerable. There's part, for some reason, California is pretty tolerable in most places. But, like, fuck. Yeah, I was, I, I was reading something. Yeah. There's 1.4 or 1.9, near, like, around one and a half million homes. Homes, not, like, like families in high fire risk areas. In California, oh, really? in California, there's a million and a half homes with people in them that are on the edge of like somebody drops a fucking lit cigarette in the neighborhood and their house is gone. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we'll cover that a little more later. OK. Uh, so I talked. I promised you fucking vitriolic hate from the Internet. 
Okay. This is from the the UK. Uh, Portland separates rival. Uh, sorry, police separate rival protesters as a silent barge arrives in Portland. Not Portland in uh, the Northwest. Portland in Britain. Portland, Maine. In in Britain. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know there was a Portland, Britain. I didn't either. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, on the island of Dorset. And um, no, I have Dorset. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> sorry, you're, you're gonna love the name of the fucking barge. Uh, it's the oh. Bibby Bibby Stockholm. Oh, you're Bibby Stockholm. Yeah. It's a Bibby. Okay, fantastic. There's a picture halfway down the article, and you see it, and it looks like a fucking jail floating on a barge, dude. It really does. It looks like some hardcore brutalist architecture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like floating in the water. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch of angry protests. There's a bunch, there's so there's like three factions of angry protesters. Okay. So you have yeah. the people that are angry because the barge is there because they don't want foreigners. You have the yeah, people that are angry because the barge is there because um, they don't want foreigners to live in a fucking thing like that. And they have right. a group that is angry because people are angry the barge is there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Three different protest groups. Yeah. Oh, man. And they came together and they started like really screaming and they were on the edge of fighting before cops came in. Wonderful. You know, I it just listen. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. I. I you know. I, it's hard to even give a little secession. Listen, I can understand if you're already sort of struggling in your country, where you're like, "No more fucking people. I'm done. Quit bringing them here." But like, but but I don't get it. But I don't get it. Well, we we like, don't get it because we're because of the kind of Americans we are, right? And the key word yeah. is American. Like America's okay. ethos is, you know, one of our big things is send us your your poor, your sick, you know, your shitty people. Send them here. We will take them. And that is the promise that America puts out into the world. And we need to make good on it and let foreigners come here and have their shot at having a better life than wherever they came from. That yeah. is America. This is Britain. <laughs> and, Who is notoriously famous for doing like sort of the polar opposite of that. Yeah. Not only don't, don't bring your foreigners here, like we're coming to you to fuck your foreign lands up. I mean, America does it too, but. Yeah. But historically, the president, the, the rhetoric at the bare minimum, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for the, the, the other component to this is, is that these immigrants are coming from places that America destabilized. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like We're great at that. We're great at destabilizing shit. And, of course, there are people trying to get away from the war-torn, devastated areas that America and its allies have created. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So it's kind of our fault, is what I'm saying. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the other component, though, is like, as a like there's a lot of factors that I was learning about reading this article. The big one is the national health system or whatever the fuck it stands for. Their their public health. Um Okay, so Britain's public health program. Yeah. Okay. They they only like everybody is the national under the national plan. 
And there's only so many doctors in this town, right? So you add 500 people who are all men, yeah. and obviously, like, people have questions about why are they all men, and I have that question, too. Uh, oh, really? And I so don't get an answer. Weird. I'm, I'm, this, I'm the baby Stockholm. They're all, they're all, they're all blokes, eh? Yeah. That's weird. That so is people, weird. People are concerned about um, there not being enough doctors uh to you know people are waiting for dentists and fucking pediatricians and shit like that right now as it is yeah. um they're concerned it's a lot they're really waiting on them fucking dentists though aren't they yeah <laughs> okay i had to do it i'm sorry Keep doing it. No. they they have people who collect food boxes and there'll uh-huh. be a, a limited number of food boxes so what if these guys you know you add 500 people to a relatively small town that you know may want food boxes yeah, and, and that's why I did make the secession early on that, like, I get it that you might be uncomfortable that this is happening in your area. I get it. Yeah, and, and like... It's not inhuman. I don't I don't agree that any of these are reasons to, to say fuck them. Yeah, yeah, it's not a reason to say fuck them. It's understandable that you might be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. a, little, a little reticent, hesitant, reticent, whatever. You yeah. know, I get it. Yeah. But, like, hey, buck up and be a fucking human, dickwad. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, <laughs> you know? I, why they're all men? I want an answer to that, but I, I even just out of pure raging curiosity, like, yeah. um, <laughs> like okay, they're refugees, and they said fuck all the women, bros only, let's go. Like, <laughs> did were there women on the ship, and now there's just magically not? Like, you know, I doubt it, right? That's really that's a really you know awful thing to like uh, imply. Well, the barge the barge is empty right now. They're okay. going to people who are claiming refugee status as they enter the United Kingdom are being sent to varying locations. So they don't all pile up at one of the ports, or so they are taking people who are approved for refugee status, the men anyway, in this case, and they're going yeah. to put them on the barge in this jail esque looking thing. Uh, so no, so okay, so they didn't come there on the barge. Mm-mm. The barge is a floating hotel. Yeah. No, and okay, I was not it. able to find any information in the article about what the inside looks like. I don't think that there's any pictures of right now. It, it looks like late stage Russian urban decay on a, on water. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the visual vibe you get by looking at it. It does. It looks absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Um, and it four looks of the like windows are blocked out with red, so I don't know what the fuck that's about. Yeah, I mean, it, I, 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 I know I said this already. I'm just going to say it again in different language. It looks like you cut out the ghettos of Moscow and and put it on some floaties. <laughs> just like the first four sto- or the last four stories of one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh. All right, so I've covered acid attack stories on this. Uh, you said a- ass and attack stories or acid attack stories? Acid what attack ass- stories. Acid attacks. Okay. Yeah. Because at first I was thinking LSD attacks or like attacks on asses. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't make heads or tails of what was said. Okay, got it. Yeah, I have those <laughs> moments. Um, <laughs> so a twelve-year-old, twelve-year-old girl threw acid on an 11-year-old girl at a Detroit playground. I don't know why I, I don't know why I just would like to raise awareness of acid attacks. 
Because when I learned Word. about them, I was like, there's no way. And then as I've done this, you know, the research for the show over the last year or whatever, periodically. However long we've been doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they're actually fairly common. And this really? is they're actually fairly common and they're usually done by females. It's usually a woman or a girl on girl crime. So women on girls, girls on women, girls on girls, women on women. Do you think that's not now this is I mean, God, I'm gonna sound like some sort of misogynist here. Do you think it's because it's a vanity based crime? I think it is. Yeah, because like you're trying to disfigure them. You're like, fuck you, you ain't gonna be beautiful anymore. Shh. Mm-hmm. Acid in your face. Yeah. Or on your body or whatever. Mm-hmm. Damn. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How the fuck did a 12-year-old get a hold of some fucking body-disfiguring acid? I looked. I couldn't find that. <laughs> Come on. That's, listen, if I was an investigator, I would almost not care about any of the other details. I'd be like, you have to explain to me where this girl got the fucking acid. Yeah. It's it's not on CNN site. Uh, let me see. Let me do a quick reading. Because, like, listen, if it was really just a bleach attack, then call it a fucking bleach attack. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. You can, see the girl's, you can see the girl's neck where she got some on it. Because she got it on her neck, her back, and her legs. Oh. Poor girl. Luckily, I mean, listen, I don't know how bad I don't I know how bad she has it. Luckily, in this picture, the bit that's showing, it's not a big deal. I mean, I shouldn't say it's not a big deal. It's awful, right? Mm-hmm. But like, okay, you're okay. Like, you'll. It didn't fucking disfigure you, you know. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me look. Okay, now I got pictures okay. of her legs. That looks like it hurt a lot. Oh no! Please, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to live in a denial <laughs> that that did not happen. Uh, okay, let me have, stop this from playing so it doesn't wind up in the fucking audio. It's like I have yeah. no choice. Um, some some fucking commercial for some. Bullshit Bitcoin. Yeah. She's got, she's 12 years old. She's going to get charged with intent to do great bodily harm. Uh, and that's a felonious assault. Yeah. And like, listen, they're 12 and that sucks. But they're 12. Uh, they're just young enough where like they may not fully understand the capacity of what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, like, they may understand, but lack the emotional intelligence to understand that, like, no, this is seriously fucking bad. Yeah. And, and like, you know, um, the girl who did it, they're, they're both black girls. Like, the one who did it is probably going to get tried extra fucking hard for being black, even though she's just a dumb kid. Yeah, probably. They're probably going to treat her as an adult, uh, which is fucking... Like, listen, am I mad at the girl for throwing acid on somebody? Of course. Yeah, she needs to be sent somewhere where she'll get, like, corrective fucking education. Right? Yeah, but, like, do I think she should be tried as an adult and punished? See, okay. I got into this argument with someone before. People seem to think that justice and or discipline equates to punishment. Mm. And I'm sorry, but that's but that's caveman brain think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and people go, well, no, like, they need to suffer a certain amount for this to be okay. And it's like, do they? Yeah. Will that fix anything? Does it have any value? The value is, is it, it, it satisfies justifiably, understandably, it satisfies your Schadenfreude or whatever, your Schadenfreude, Frightened Shade, and 
you know, the, the German word for the, uh, like, you know, taking pleasure in someone else's suffering. Freuden uh, or something like that? I can't hear it. Schadenfreude. Yeah, something like that. I got, bro, I know that word. And right now, it's like impossible to say. I have no idea. But I know the word. I promise you. I, I know all the words. I have the best words. That's fucking four years too late. Um, no, or, or it's a year and a half too early. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the point is, is like, I don't want this girl to be like, I don't want her life ruined. Um, you know, fuck. There's no amount of punishing someone. There's no, you know, there's no amount of punitive pain that you can cause somebody that will just make them magically be the way you want them to be. No, absolutely. And there's no amount of punitive punishment you can do. To the attacker, I mean, yeah, to the attacker, that's going to make that girl's skin heal better. No. So, you know, fuck off with this weird, it's it's intense. It's very primal, it's very animalistic. It is. It's like, as somebody who's been through the criminal justice system, like, um, the, the people who make the laws, first off, they don't normally follow, have to follow all the laws. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they've never themselves or had somebody that they care about closely go into the criminal justice system and seeing what it's done. Yeah. You know, so they don't understand, like, when you when you give somebody, like, when you give somebody a year in jail, you just fucking ruined their life. Everything they had is gone. You give somebody 90 days in jail, if they're living check to check, that shit happened two months ago by the time they got out. Yeah, it's over. It's over. But you take a year, and that's like, they miss birthdays and fucking outings and all this other shit that they would do with people. Like, they have fallen off the radar of most of the people that know them. Yeah, absolutely. You take you take five other years from somebody. Other than other criminals. Who will, who will. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. You take yeah, yeah. five years from somebody, you've done, like, irreparable damage to their psyche. Right? Yeah. Like you've yeah. changed how how they will function for the rest of their life in that it is more painful to exist. Right? Yeah. Ten years yeah. is like short of like killing somebody or torturing somebody, like anything over ten years is really just people being fucking sadists. Right? Yeah, and, and I don't really typically I don't really believe in the death penalty, but I'm like you get it's almost like if you well if you're gonna put someone in jail for 20 years you might as well just fucking shoot them I, it's almost more humane I, I and I'm not I don't actually propose that that's a, that's what we do mm-hmm. but like just from a raw sort of emotional side it's like why why put them through that I was perusing I was perusing the r slash um, conservative because I was yeah. bored and it came up in my feed for some fucking reason sure and um there was some story in there, and there was a comment about it. About uh, it was it was DeSantis is in Florida. Is that DeSantis? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's Ron, a good old Ronnie Ronnie D. Yeah, he's accelerating the the process of executing people with the death penalty. Okay. So he's making that whole process run faster, and there was a lot of cheers from people in our slash conservatives. About how great he's doing, you know, like getting these this these people cleaned up, basically. 
And um, somebody cleaned up. Yeah, God damn it. Somebody anyway, go ahead. made the comment that um, death penalty might be letting them off easy. Maybe we don't want to do it because we're letting them off easy, right? That is the, that is the headspace that the pro death penalty person, like the hardcore pro death penalty person, is in. Is the only argument you can make against them is maybe it's not enough punishment. Maybe we can wow. do worse. I was appalled at the thing that I just said. Where if I said, well, if you're going to have them in prison for 20 years, you might as well shoot them, which I didn't even really mean. It was more hyper- hyperbole than anything. Now I'm fucking disgusted with what you just said. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, what I said seems fucking, seems, you know, like empathic, you know? Uh, fucking shit, dog. Well, I don't know if we should kill them too fast. It's not enough punishment. Bitch, what do you want them to learn? You're going to kill them. <laughs> what do you need them to learn? It's, I, it's sadism. I it's wanna, sadism, and it's and it's hidden behind the guise of justice. I'm they, saying, they, most they go, people well, don't even know what the fuck justice is. Yeah, most people don't even just, get it. This is justifiable. This is justifiable sadism. Justice, justice, the justice system ideally is there to replace the rule of violence with the rule of law. That's the fucking point of it. That's why we're supposed to submit to the police and to the lawyers and to the DA and to the judges and the fucking penal officers. Like, it's so that we don't have to solve things by killing each other. And when you add killing each other to that system, you have, at least in part, negated its point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. I don't know. I, I agree. I agree. And all I'm saying is if your state is going to have the death penalty, listen, I don't like Ronnie DeSantis at all, but if your state is going to have the death penalty and someone's sentenced to death, don't drag it out. Just fucking shoot them. Yeah. Let them go through their appeals process and then fucking kill them. Yeah. And I don't think you should do that at all. But if you are going to do it, I, 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 and I, I might change my mind on this fucking tomorrow when I hear myself say this shit. Okay. Yeah. But like, as of right in this moment, I'm like, it's, it's more humane. Like, no, first we need you to rot in a cell for 10 years amongst other violent criminals, you know, maybe so you can violence against each other and then we'll kill you. Well, that gets into uh, quick aside, fucking all the fucking gangs and shit in jail. All these different categories of offenders who've, you know, like, well, the people who have burned things down and the people who've stolen things and the people who've broken into places and the people who've committed sex crimes and the people who've beat up their girlfriends. We're all different groups and and we're supposed to fight each other because this group is above us and this group is below us. We can't let anybody. That's all fucking instigated by guards. Oh, yeah. To, to oh, keep yeah. the populace of the prison from being able to do anything constructive. I, I'm i not saying every single... Uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I didn't even clock the last part of what you said until just now. You're saying for the purposes of control, not just sadistic joy, but also for a control mechanism. Yeah. Oh. It's better if you have sadists implementing this system, but you're damn... Like, like, Fucking people oh, running yeah. incarceration uh-huh. facilities know how to manipulate it. And if they're running it, it's part of what they've done to make that happen. Oh, yeah. A guy with the heart's not going to be good at implementing that kind of system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, got it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, well, I, you know. I fucking, I can go on for hours. 
about how the average person doesn't even know what the fuck the word justice means. Like not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, and how wrong it is that people think that punishment is in any way useful. Um, correction, punishment is useful on a child because you teach them consequences, right? Right. But when when somebody's hit adulthood, right, like you can correct them, you can put them through a process that will change how they behave, if not how they think and act, right? Like, and I even think, I mean, and obviously you already know this, but just to like state it. Yeah, that, that even works on children. <laughs> you know, you don't even have to be an adult to be corrected and learn from it, you know? Yeah, it's just, just with kids, you have to, sometimes you have to get their attention by, like, having them stare at, yeah. stare at the ceiling quietly for fucking 10 minutes, right? Right, and that's not even the kind, yeah, a much lower version of what punishment we're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying, yeah, but, 100%. But you can also, like, if you can just get a kid to calm down and then calmly fucking explain shit to them, Usually they listen, and it's only when they stop listening, like when they're like 14, that you have to go back to punishing them. But then they grow out of it, ideally, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. fucking teach them right. And if they don't, then it's society's job to teach them right. And that's unfair to the world, but it's the way it is. And just punishing them does not make them act right. It just makes them better at not wanting to get caught. I don't yeah, know. I, listen, I'm not saying I've never advocated for punishment. I am by no means a philosophically perfect man. But at the end of the day, punishment is a lazy man's excuse for justice. Yeah. That's what the fuck it is. Yeah. yeah let's, let's not hem any corners. It's a sadist, it's sadistic, and it's lazy. And fuck you. And, like, <laughs> I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sorry that this poor girl got acid thrown on her. Yeah. And the, the girl who did it should never be allowed anywhere near that fucking near her victim ever again. No. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't, no, no walking up and saying, I'm sorry, no fucking letters, no nothing. Like, go fucking fuck yourself. And from yeah. that, from and, the victim's world, like, that person is shit and needs to stay the fuck away from them. But just because. Yeah, more or less just erased the from existence. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, erased from that person's existence. Yeah. But the perpetrator, yeah. like, they can still be fixed. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. You you can sure. make it so that they someday are the kind of person that looks at what they did with fucking horror and disgust. Yeah, and and, and, the, and they could turn into the type of person that can mediate other children before that kind of violence happens. Yeah, that is yeah. that is using like people as a resource, which is good and bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, people pe people are resourceful. Okay, got it. Yeah, <laughs> you already said it. It's good and bad. Viewing people as resources has its bad edges. But, like, listen, we're resourceful and resource. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can, you want to get into people as resources, we can talk about Chinese politics in the South China Sea. <laughs> I've put my hands up. <laughs> he surrendered that. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even have any context for it. So I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So Taiwan and Indonesia and somewhere else uh in potentially japan they all have smaller they all have relatively small populations for the amount of land they have yeah. um in the big there's two main three main factors for why we don't want why our government doesn't want taiwan taiwan to be taken over by the government okay. of china the first is economic the second is technological and the third is precedent in no particular order okay because um, China, historically, when they take over an area that has a different ethnicity, 
just wipes out the other ethnicity and replaces them with Chinese people. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and because they have more than a billion Chinese people, they actually have the resource of a population to do that to a very large area of the world. To do Zerg rushes. To do Zerg rushes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's that's people as a resource. That's the other other side of that. Yeah, like the, like one of the more ugly variations on that. Wonderful. So we got I got a couple of Florida stories. Fantastic. Um, we we always cover some Florida stuff. I mean, it's not proper news if we don't. Um, yeah. AAA pulls back from offering insurance uh, in Florida following farmers' insurance. Now, what is that? You mean the the company farmers or like insurance for people who do agriculture? The company farmers. Okay. 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 I called this shit years ago. I don't even know how long ago I called this shit. It was a really? long fucking time ago. I said that, <laughs> Listen, I believe you, but it's so crazy that you had an opinion about insurance policies in Florida. I, anyway, had, a, I had an opinion about policy change around climate change. Ah, when okay. it becomes when it becomes a financial interest, for, like like corporations, huge corporations, like insurance companies and shit, they don't give a shit. They don't want to piss off the right wingers who have the money, right? They want to be as uh, like non. You know, they don't want to take a side anywhere, you know, unless yeah. it will make them money. And yeah, they yeah, have absolutely. to insurance companies now, and this will happen more and more, I fucking guarantee it. They'll okay. there's only one way around it. Uh they will be coastal areas, like right up next to the ocean, areas where there's lots of fire, areas where there's lots of hurricanes, like all of these extreme weather phenomenon that are gonna get more intense as the climate continues to have too much energy in the system overall. Um, they're, they're going to pull out of that. It's becoming yeah. like it's going to become a bad business practice to build a house there, right? Because the house will yeah, get yeah. swallowed up by the earth before it fucking gets sold. It's going to become yeah, yeah, a yeah. bad practice to build a factory there because sinking a billion dollars into an area that won't be inhabitable in twenty years is stupid. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, so I said there's one way around this, right? So like this is the this is the what I was talking about is like capitalism self-correcting the way it's supposed to. It's no longer profitable to go on the way we're doing things because it's damaging the environment. So we're going to do something different. Yeah. Unfortunately, they can make, and DeSantis did this, they can make tax credits and funds for insurance companies and other companies that offset the losses. And And incentive. Yeah. So the taxpayer winds up paying the difference and as long as the difference can oh, be paid by somebody. Bitch. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it just clicked like what you were getting at. It just yep. clicked. God damn it, you fucking cunts. God damn it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you like choking on this capitalist dick. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Well, it, uh, like, uh, AAA was like, because there's a billion dollar fund now for insurance companies. Um, to offset that loss. And AAA was like, we'll think about it. Because a billion dollars might not be enough. Or yeah, it might right. only last so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, Fuck. And it's There's bad a billion PR. dollar fund. A billion, a billion dollar do- fund in Florida for insurance yeah, for companies. Just for Florida. Yeah. And I'm trying to think like, okay, so what's the tax paying population of Florida? 
you know, divide that into a billion. I don't know. You know, I don't really care. I don't need to know. I'm just, this is just where my brain is going. Like, oh, there's a, a measurable cost for every citizen of Florida because of that. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear about how in Wisconsin they set up a fund for schools that's going to go on for the next 400 years? 429 no. or something? No. That it, sounds like a good thing. It, it is. And what happened is um, the uh, the governor had a specific kind of veto power that's really there to make it so they can eliminate typos and remove like writer shit that gets added on. Um, but he, he deleted stuff between like some dates. So it became, you know, a an ability to raise the amount per student by so many hundreds of dollars per year um, for the next few years to the next 400 years. Because <laughs> it was... All right. Yeah. So he... And, like, uh, the Republicans in the area are fucking fuming, but they did the same thing when they had a Republican governor. <laughs> okay. So that was you know, fun. As Midwestern states go that are full of, like fucking um <laughs> cheese eating drunks cheese eating hayseed uh bigoted dickwads um wisconsin has some heart i'll yeah. say that yeah wisconsin's kind of okay they're they're all right they they fucking might say a couple offhanded things at the company meeting but mostly they're okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. I fucking can't stand most of them, but at the same time, I, I got a little hard for them. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. So it's weird. Cause I, 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 my mind is still reeling from this thing of like, Oh, it's natural that, that cause my, I, while you were talking, I said, this will self-correct itself, you know? Okay. Um, it's, it's natural that insurance companies do not want to insure uh, properties that are in fucking dangerous zones, right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well, like, why would I insure your house when I know when you the live in Hur- gonna get destroyed? You live in Hurricane Alley. I I don't want to insure you anymore. I don't even like. I'm not. That's not a gamble I'm willing to take. And then eventually, people stop moving into Hurricane Alley, and it's overtaken by wild feral people who make use of the fucking abandoned properties. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds nice. <laughs> It works out for everybody, right? And then the people with money just take their money somewhere else. But no, 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 no. No, let's just fuck everybody. And like, listen, so I can see it playing out like, I don't know if this makes any sense, but now the, that like we're forcing to pay it, I can see people who already own too much money, own too much money, who already have too much money and own a bunch of fucking seaside property. Their shit gets destroyed. They collect the fucking insurance payment. That was subsidized by the fucking taxpayer. And then they're just like, yeah, made a shit ton of money and insurance claims. See ya. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to feed that money back into the fucking economy. Because they know their shit will get burned or blown down again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I could be making too much of it. Luckily, I'm not an economist, so it doesn't matter what I think. But, you know. You know, our next story takes place uh, outside Fort Myers. Uh, which is right next to Cape Coral, and these are both places in Florida. Florida. Cape Coral is interesting because it's one of those things that you can look at on a map and realize this didn't used to exist naturally, 
because there's so much fucking irrigation on it. I don't know if you have the PDF in front of you right now. I have I have the actual website open. Zoom oh, in on Cape yeah. Coral. I thought all those were roads. No, they're not. They're water. That's, yeah, the more that's all drainage in. because that's a fucking swamp. Oh wow! Uh-huh. Yeah, you shouldn't. This you shouldn't live here like this. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking weird thing to do. <laughs> and when the sea level rises just a little bit, that whole shit will go back underwater. Yeah. So there's okay. the, there's there's another reason AAA isn't going to insure anyone in Florida anymore. Okay. It's Next because segment. it was because a three year old driving a golf cart hit and killed a seven year old in Florida. Oh man. Yeah. Try that motherfucker like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he might have been drinking. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's Florida. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, we shouldn't be laughing, but god damn it. Yeah, seven year old's dead. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, but I mean, like, fucking kids under five kill each other sometimes. It happens. It happens. Yeah, it sucks, but it happens. But okay, I'm assuming we're. This, there's more to this than just us being like, well, three-year-old drove a golf cart, hit a seven-year-old, and killed him. I'm sure there's some more details, right? Okay, more than uh, across the country, more than six thousand five hundred children are hurt by golf carts every year. A lot of those are being driven by children. So in yeah. Florida, one of the things that they've set up is that you'll have to be, uh, if you're under eighteen, you'll have to have a permit or driver's license in order to operate a golf cart. Okay. Which is just like one of those weird little. When I was a kid and we went camping at like campgrounds and shit, like there were kids driving golf carts everywhere. So this is probably. Oh, yeah, 100%. Good. This is probably good. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I just. Um, it struck me as like really random. Like who let a three year old drive a fucking golf cart? Yeah, it's not a good fucking look, buddy. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and like you can say, well, you know. All it takes is a couple seconds to lose track of your three-year-old. But because it's Florida, I feel like the three-year-old just had carte blanche to drive the golf cart. Yeah. You know? Like somebody thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah, they're like, it's great. Fantastic. Look look at look at little fucking Lester fucking driving that fucking golf cart around. <laughs> He's a real fucking hell, hellion. I, I'll say this. Even when I was like 16, I worked as a caddy at a golf course. And uh, there was, I forget what you call it when there's like a special event day where it's like a bunch of non non uh, country club members show up and they get to do special outings outings. I believe they're called um, outings were always like a free for all because there's a bunch of people there that didn't belong there. There's usually like beers you could grab out of coolers at like every couple of holes. So all the caddies would be drunk. You know what I'm saying? And I remember on one of these outings, me and three other, maybe five guys got on this golf cart. And we're like, we were zooming around the golf course. This is like when the outing was letting out and the kind of chaos, kind of loose chaos was ensuing. So just me and these five caddies are just zooming around the golf course on this golf cart. We're all drinking beers. We're passing around a pot pipe. We didn't flip the cart, but the cart tipped over at some point. Like fully, like we hit a hill and was like, boom, 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 you know, and like we're over. And like none of us were mortally injured in any way. But none of us had a good time either. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was not fun. It was not a fucking cool moment. Like, I whacked my head on the fucking top of the golf cart really fucking hard. And, like, 
my shit was bruised and hurt for a week. You know, I'd probably give myself a concussion, you know, and kind of a deal. And I'm just like, man, fuck golf carts, man. Or like make them safer. I don't know what you need to do, but. They, you can put a governor on them and they're just like, they should be just, a, they should be like, they should only be able to go at like a jogging speed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, because like I, when I worked at festivals and stuff, there was a couple where people would have golf carts. And they'd fucking be whipping down these fucking paths at like 20 miles an hour. You know? Yeah. That's and, too and it's fast like, for something that you're just supposed to, that's just supposed to make things a little easier. It's not supposed to make them fucking off-road sportster fucking easier. Yeah, it's supposed to just save wear and tear on your legs, not like get you there fast. Here's the deal. Even a human body moving freely through space at 20 miles an hour colliding with another human body... That's a bad fucking time. It's a real bad time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ever not pay attention and walk straight into something at a mile and a half an hour? Fucking blows, my dude. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> I have been walking super slow and bumped my head on like the ridge of a like a house and just been like, oh, yep. and I walked a mile and a half. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And caught the corner of that house and I was like it was like you hit me with a fucking bat or something uh, also uh, toe hitches and your shins oh yeah no those are fucking it should be it should be fucking this is my goddamn <laughs> law right here uh-huh. that doesn't need to exist yeah uh, it should be illegal to have a fucking toe hitch like you like you know how like you can pop a little pin and take a bolt out and take the toe hitch out and throw it in the back of the truck yeah, yeah. That's if you're not hauling a fucking thing, that should be required. That that it's not in there. Yeah, like you can't fucking have that fucking thing sticking out. Little fucking Lester could be running by and fucking impale himself on it. Yeah. Or yeah, you, well not. Yeah, 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 yeah. But somebody could break something. Somebody yeah. like you could accident. You could people fucking back those into somebody's radiator all the goddamn time. Done. We're done. Yeah, because it's a, um, it's a just it's a spear like a foot long. It's a blunt spear coming out of the back of your truck, and it's at the fucking perfect radiator level. <laughs> and I swear, I know titanium's like the hardest substance in the world. It's harder than fucking titanium. It's, <laughs> you can toe hitches are like unnaturally bad. Um, but, but okay. And if we can't enforce, if we cannot enforce that they have to go in the back of the truck when they're not in use, they got to be covered in foam rubber. All right. Like a special fucking toe hitch boot. Yeah. Like a boot. Yeah. Yeah. The whole fucking, the whole fucking foot of it coming out. All right. All right. I'm sorry about this little kid. I hope, I hope he's bumming smokes off Jesus in heaven. What a wonderful fucking <laughs> sentiment. I love it. <laughs> He's just like tugging at Jesus's robe. He's like, let me get another smoke, motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's from Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, precisely. Exactly. Uh-huh. Okay, so this, I, we normally leave with a horrible story, like a kid killing another kid with a golf cart. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or the story I didn't put in here at the end where, like, a two-year-old shot a five-year-old with a loose gun. Um, uh, yeah. But this one, this one, I'm trying something new. We're uh, going to end on a positive note, maybe. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, two new medications. One is in um, finals phase, like, it's final trials. 
and one is uh, already approved, and they, they slow the decline of Alzheimer's, the one that's still in clinical trials, by 35%. So you get 35% more years of not being fucking Alzheimer's-y. That's, that's pretty bad. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, the one that's already out that just got approved is 22.3% reduction in the onset of symptoms. Okay. So, and like, basically they found something that binds to a protein that builds up on neurons and then pulls it off. And then your body metabolizes it like any other protein. Oh, fucking awesome, man. So it's a huge step in the right direction. And this is, uh, this is important to um, a lot of people, you know? Yeah, dude, I... I listen, all types of people suffer and obviously we're not having like a suffering Olympics or anything, but something about the human condition of Alzheimer's really fucking makes me sad, man. It's they're They like when you get old and your body starts to give out, like that's your body, right? It is you, yeah. but it's also, it's, it's your body. It's not the fabric of who you are. It's not Alzheimer's, your essence of your being. Yeah. Alzheimer's, who you are disintegrates until yeah, you're man. just a scared child. Yeah. That's and horrific. Like you and, and like, you don't even necessarily recognize everyday objects anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I saw a thing on Reddit. It was somebody who worked at uh, an Alzheimer's home and they found, uh, one of their, one of their patients, um, who, who didn't seem to, you know, have a lot of faculties left, found a crayon and wrote down today is today, tomorrow is tomorrow twice. See, if a child did that, you'd be like, oh, interesting. They're philosophizing. But that's, that is a grown human being with an entire life behind them. Desperately struggling to figure out what time is. And the saddest part is, you know, that they won't get it. Yeah. And in fact, it's only going to further get out of their grasp. Um, so anything that helps Alzheimer's patients, I'm really, really, really happy about. Um, again, even if you get an extra year out of it, that's a year of decent life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as a side note, are you familiar with um, a musical artist known as The Caretaker? No. Okay, he, uh, I think he's a single dude. He makes, like, it's not electronic music, but it is sort of, like, ambient. It's not like he has a band, so he, like, composes it all somehow. Um, But he has this album called Everywhere at the End of Time, which is, he literally, he's, the name, the name, his artist name is The Caretaker because he's literally cared for Alzheimer's patients, like, a good chunk of his life. And everything, everywhere at the end of time, was it's six hours so it's a hard listen okay um six hours based in six different movements and it's meant to represent the deterioration of all understanding of your life you know it's it starts out as like jazzy old-timey tunes maybe there's a little sprinkle or a glitch here and there and then like the next album you can recognize some of the melodies but they're getting twisted and losing key and by the time you get to the end, it's a fucking death drone, you know? And 
do I rec do I recommend it? I don't know. Like I said, it's a rough <laughs> listen. You know what I'm saying? But it's powerful. And it can and so just because this is the subject, I just like to bring it up. It's mm. sort of as as a piece of art, it's kind of amazing. And as like a show, I have this is probably the eighth time I've said empathy in this episode, but as, as a show of empathy for people who suffer, uh, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that's the show. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. <laughs>